Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, Australians of the Year. From politicians to performers, our community heroes recognised with the nation's top honours. Australia Day celebrations and confrontations, protests threatening to derail festivities, police determined to enforce crowd limits. Ready to go with the COVID vaccine, the Pfizer treatment approved, who gets it first? And bushfire contained, rain drenches the fire ground in the Adelaide Hills as residents return home to ruins. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. After an extraordinary year, hundreds of Australians have been recognised on this year's Australia Day Honours List. Politicians, scientists and sporting stars have been recognised, but our top gong went to an abuse survivor who now fights for others. At the time, she was a young student, just 15 years old. Grace Tame was raped by her school teacher. I lost my virginity to a paedophile. I was 15 anorexic. He was 58. Now in her 20s, she's Australian of the Year, using her voice to push for legal reform. I remember him saying, don't make a sound. Well, hear me now. Using my voice amongst a growing chorus of voices that will not be silenced. Dr Miriam Rose Ungamar Bauman, an Aboriginal activist, educator and artist, our Senior Australian of the Year. I'm very excited about what's happened tonight. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> now is the time for you to come closer to understand us. Isabel Marshall, a 22-year-old social entrepreneur, Young Australian of the Year. Many of us as consumers also have a privilege of choice, which means a responsibility to choose products that are ethical and sustainable. And our local hero, Rosemary Kariyuki, an advocate for migrants and refugee women. We have an amazing opportunity to learn about different cultures and traditions, not to mention the food, music and dance a bit. Together we can make this wonderful country that I call home even greater. More familiar faces too, also recognised on the honour roll. Gay Waterhouse, appointed officer of the Order of Australia. I feel that it's an award that not only 
is for me, but for all the people that have been with me on the journey that I've taken. One of 37 to receive the country's second highest honour. Alongside Australian soccer star Tim Cahill and former Australian test captain Greg Chappell. Better Homes and Gardens host Graham Rost receives an AM for significant service to broadcast media, horticulture and to the community. I've got so many people to thank. It's been gardening for a long time. Former PM Malcolm Turnbull awarded Companion of the Order alongside controversial tennis champion Margaret Court, an honour that's divided opinion. Natalie Barr, 7 News. Cities across the country are preparing for a scaled-back Australia Day, with COVID changing this year's celebrations. Many local councils have cancelled traditional events, with a range of virtual activities organised instead. Huge crowds are expected to flock to the coast, especially in Sydney, where a stifling heatwave will reach its peak, 36 degrees in the city and 41 out west. The hot spell has swept across all southeastern states. New South Wales the last to see a cool change this afternoon. While it's a day of celebration for some, it will again be laced with controversy and possible confrontation. Invasion Day rallies, protests and marches will go ahead in capital cities nationwide. Organisers say COVID-safe measures are in place. Activists are holding a dawn service in Melbourne with more events planned throughout the day. In Brisbane, extra police will be on patrol, while Sydney organisers made a bid for an exemption allowing thousands of people to attend the rally, but their request was denied. Australia's COVID vaccine program is finally underway with the nation's health regulator approving the Pfizer jab. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leaning. Good morning Olivia, when will the rollout begin? Jody, the first vaccinations due to take place in late February now that the TGA has deemed the Pfizer jab uh, effective and safe. Quarantine and border for force workers will be immunised first, along with frontline healthcare workers, nursing home residents and staff. Then rolled out to older Australians, Indigenous Australians over 55, young adults with medical conditions and workers in high-risk industries like defence and emergency services. The NRL will also ask for players to be given priority, vaccinated after health workers and other high-risk Australians in the third phase of the rollout so that players can fly to New Zealand for games hosted by the Warriors. The regulator also expected to shortly approve the AstraZeneca vaccine which will be produced here and rolled out to the majority of Australians from March. While Moderna has revealed it's working on tweaking its vaccine so that it's still effective against new strains of the virus, becoming the first vaccine maker in the world to announce a trial for a new booster shot against the South African variant. Now Australia hasn't signed a deal with Moderna, has favoured other vaccines instead, but will be watching the results of that trial closely. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. The New Zealand travel bubble has been suspended for three days after our trans-Tasman neighbours recorded a case of COVID. A woman with the South African variant was detected in Auckland nine days after she left hotel quarantine. Any New Zealand traveller who's arrived in Australia since January 14 is asked to get tested and and stay in isolation until they receive a negative result. Former Victorian school principal Malka Leifer has been extradited from Israel to face sexual abuse charges in Melbourne. Her extradition comes after years of drawn-out legal proceedings. She faces 74 charges of child sexual abuse. 
Rain has helped firefighters get on top of a bushfire emergency in the Adelaide Hills. A storm rolled in last night, drenching the fire ground, but it will still take a few days to fully extinguish the blaze. At least two homes have been destroyed, along with sheds, cars and livestock. I looked at the fire and I thought it's moving way too close and way too quick for me so I just grabbed the dogs and myself and, and off I went. A 60-year-old man has been charged with starting a bushfire in nearby Clarendon as police investigate if he's also responsible for the Cherry Gardens blaze. A truck carrying rolls of toilet paper has burst into flames on a Melbourne freeway. Traffic came to a standstill as fire crews doused the flames. The truck driver wasn't hurt and he managed to detach his prime mover in time. Australia's Navy fleet is strengthening its missile might with a billion-dollar upgrade to develop advanced guided weapons. Most of the spend will focus on long-range missiles to strike adversaries as far as 1,500 kilometres away. They're designed for ultimate precision. To hit targets hard and fast, to keep our enemies far away. And now Australia has taken aim, developing and building our own advanced missiles. It is yet another tangible demonstration of this government's commitment to building a lethal, but also a highly responsive and a safe naval system for our nation's future. The missiles will be funded by the federal government's $1 billion military boost in maritime and undersea warfare to develop better long-range and anti-ship missiles. All of these new weapons will enhance the protection of our maritime resources and also our nation's border. The new technology means these ballistic missiles can fire at a target more than 1,500 kilometres away. That's further than driving from Sydney to Adelaide. It means if one of these new and improved torpedoes was fired from Broome, it could comfortably hit a target in Bali. China and North Korea have stepped up their development of long-range ballistic missiles in recent years. But the federal government says this multi-billion dollar investment isn't a direct reaction to any one nation's military might. Helping secure our borders, our citizens and the entire country. El Giorgio, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Heart health could be the key to beating dementia. Two major studies have been released showing the dramatic impact the heart can have on the brain and researchers say some simple lifestyle changes can make all the difference. 61-year-old Yoni knows the importance of regular exercise and good diet. You feel good when you're outdoors as well. Still, the grandmother of four is concerned about her cardiovascular health. Yes, was recently looking at my uh, cholesterol. According to a new study, making healthy lifestyle choices when you hit middle age is vital. A 35-year-long study by Oxford University and the College of London involving 10,000 people found in your 40s and 50s if you focus on exercise, healthy eating, quitting smoking, cutting down salt and keeping the brain active, you could ward off dementia. 
heart health and vessel health is closely related to dementia. That's confirmed by a second study directly linking the heart's effects on the brain. As heart arteries stiffen, there's lower blood supply to the brain, reduced connections in the brain and worse memory. Really this study is adding to the knowledge that it's a lifetime risk. More than 400,000 people in Australia suffer from dementia and it is the second biggest killer in people over the age of 75. The foundations for dementia are actually laid in midlife, so it's really important to be exercising. The message is to beat dementia, remember to be healthy. Samantha Brett, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading more than 200 points down. The Nasdaq is down. The FTSE lost ground as well, and so did Germany's DAX. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords finished the day higher, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,855 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 52 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just over 77 US cents, almost eight. Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The Prime Minister is defending Australia's High Commissioner to the UK, George Brandis, after he left his post over the Christmas break, even though thousands of Australians remain stranded in London. Seven News revealed he flew home in November for scheduled briefings before holidaying on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. He came back for meetings here in Australia like many other heads of mission. Um, he did not take the place of any other Australian. He got on the same place um, that anyone else would. The former Attorney-General has since returned to the UK. Protests in Washington are heating up. Angry crowds have set fires in the middle of a street in downtown Seattle. The violence erupted after police were called to reports of a large mob street racing. An officer drove his vehicle through a group of pedestrians surrounding his car, sending two of them to hospital. The riot squad has set up a perimeter to contain the mayhem. The ball is rolling on Donald Trump's looming impeachment trial over the deadly Capitol riots. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington, D.C. Ash, articles of impeachment will soon be sent to the Senate. Good morning, Jody. Yeah, this is the first formality in Donald Trump's impeachment trial, with that article set to be handed over to the Senate later this evening. Then tomorrow, senators will be sworn in as jurors. But this trial has been put off until the 8th of February. That's to give Joe Biden some extra time to pass his COVID relief bill and to have his uh, cabinet picks confirmed, with uh, the swearing in today of his defence secretary while also rolling back another Trump-era uh, policy, uh, redacting, drawing back that policy, a ban on transgender people from serving in the military, uh, signing this executive order today. Qualified Americans to serve their country in uniform, transgender personnel, if qualified in every other way, can serve their government in the United States military. The Bidens have spent the weekend settling into the White House and that has included bringing their two dogs from Wilmington to Washington. Champ and Major are now uh, settled into the White House. Uh, Major is the first shelter dog to call the White House home. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney, thank you. 
The Sydney Thunder have guaranteed their place in the Big Bash finals after a thumping nine-wicket win over the Adelaide Strikers. After rain reduced the clash to 14 overs each, an unbeaten 80 from Jake Weatherall helped the Strikers set 116 for victory. The Thunder's innings got off to a terrible start after Dan Worrell bowled one of the balls of the tournament. But that was their only joy. Alex Hales broke the record for the most sixes in a season as he led the Thunder to a comfortable win. The future of Hawthorne's Tom Scully is uncertain after walking away from football to deal with private matters. Geelong recruit Jeremy Cameron suffered a hamstring injury, but the club is confident he'll be fit for round one. And the AFL is set to force players to miss more time after suffering a concussion. The rules currently allow players to play the following week, but they will now likely have to sit out at least 10 days. Chelsea have sacked club legend Frank Lampard as manager just 18 months since he took charge of the club. Fans and pundits have taken aim at the club for not supporting Lampard after investing over $350 million on players since he arrived. Chelsea sit ninth on the Premier League table after winning only two of their past eight league games. Michael Caruso got stuck in reverse gear and needed a helping hand just to make it to the start of the touring car racing opener at Simmons Plains. With a podium finish in the offing, Chaz Mostert found trouble and had to settle for sixth as Lee Holdsworth charged to the chequered flag. Catch race two today live on Seven Mate. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a monsoon trough is generating heavy rain and storms in the northern tropics. Rain and storms expected in parts of South Australia, Victoria and Tasmania. A coastal trough is triggering a few showers in Queensland. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, a top of 31 degrees, windy and 36 in Sydney, shower or two for Canberra, a top of 35, 22 with rain in Melbourne, an early shower or two, 22 as well in Hobart, mostly sunny heading for 24 in Adelaide, sunny with a top of 26 in Perth and 29 with thunderstorms in Darwin today. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 26th of January 2021.